in here for a moment. I said, can you lift the name of Jesus up in here for a moment? Hallelujah. Woo. Amen. Welcome to Sunday Night Live at the Rock Church. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, your miracle is in the building. I said your miracle is in the building. Amen. I'm going to jump straight to it. Y'all stay in this vein right here. If you preach with me, we're just going to pop a willy and fly right out of here. I'd like to give a few introductory remarks. I am honored to be standing behind this pulpit. I never take it for granted to stand behind this pulpit. Um, it, is, is it, a great, it is a great privilege and honor of mine. Great honor to the man of God of this house, Bishop Williams, who's also my father. Amen. I wouldn't be where I am, who I am without him in my life and my mother. Mama, I love you. God only knows where I'd be without a praying mama, let me tell you. I know I may look good up here in this double-breasted suit, but let me tell you, if it wasn't for a mama who was praying for me, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And my beautiful wife. This is uh, unique for me. This is my first time preaching as a married man. And... Uh, let me tell you, I'm a blessed man. I got one of the good ones. Thank you, Jesus. And she's just my right arm, my biggest supporter, my number one fan. And I love you, Alina, and I mean, amen. Sorry, y'all, I had to do it. It's my first time. You can uh, open your Bibles to the book of Mark, chapter 10. We're going to be reading a very familiar passage of Scripture. But I know if you will let it, this will help you tonight. Amen. Beginning at verse 46, Mark chapter 10, verse 46. If you don't have it, you can look up on the screen. The Bible says, and they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And we, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus, and many, sorry, and many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called and they call the blind man saying unto him be of good comfort he calleth thee and he casting away his garments rose and came to Jesus and Jesus answered and said unto him what wilt thou that I should do unto thee the blind man said unto him Lord that I might receive my sight and Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. And for a few moments tonight, I want to preach when God stands still. Turn to your neighbor and say, when God stands still. Amen. You can put your Bibles down. You can be seated. 
This text opens up and it says that when they came to Jericho and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. We see that the man in this text had been in a predicament for so long. He had been in a weakness for so long that he has now been identified by his problem. It's not just Bartimaeus the beggar, but it's blind Bartimaeus the beggar. He had been in a situation in his life to where his identity became his problem. And I know that this is a good looking crowd in here tonight, but there's some people who you've walked into this building and you've gotten so comfortable with your problem that it's become a part of your identity. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna jump straight into it tonight. I'm not gonna beat around any bushes. I'm not gonna tiptoe through the tulips. You look real good in here tonight, but if we were to peel back the layers, there are some things going on in your life where you are now being identified by the problem in your life. You yourself believe the identity of your problem is who you are. It's just that blind Bartimaeus guy. And if you were to look into the scriptures and began to dive around in, in that time period, people believed that blindness was attributed to sin. And so, long story short, the idea is that something happened and his dad, Timaeus, because Bartimaeus literally means translated the son of Timaeus. Somewhere Timaeus, his father, sinned, and now he is a product of that sin. And so not only is Bartimaeus' name after his father, who with, when you uh, translate that in, in, in the Hebrew text, Timaeus means defiled, unclean, or impure. He is also now identified as blind. Bartimaeus had all the chips pushed against him. He was not only identified as his father who was unclean and impure, but now he also has a moniker of being blind. And this man at this point had obviously sat there for a long period of time because people knew him as blind Bartimaeus. You know the beggar, when you're on your way out of Jericho, you're going to see blind Bartimaeus. And so Bartimaeus is sitting here, and he's in this predicament. But all of a sudden, he hears that Jesus is coming into town. And something must have happened inside of Bartimaeus because... He, he's been there for who knows how long, but all he knew is today is my day for my breakthrough. Today is my day for my miracle. And I think it's interesting that the Bible uses sight as a, uh, a way to describe this because a lot of us in here, a lot of human beings in particular, our sight is our primary sense. And that's why there's songs in the world like, don't believe me, just watch. Because the idea is, 
I can try and explain it to you. I can try and lay out the facts for you. But if nothing else fails, you could just watch me do it and then you'll believe. But the problem is in the supernatural is, is God doesn't really work how we work. And so it's interesting to me that this man's primary sense to believe something is taken away from him. He doesn't have his sight. And so Bartimaeus hears that this crowd is coming to town. He doesn't know if it's legitimately a crowd. He doesn't know if it's legitimately Jesus. All he knows is he heard that Jesus is coming into town. So we pick up on verse 47. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now, I'm a visual person, so I'm going to need a little help tonight. Because I want you all to get a picture of, of this scene unfolding. So I'm going to need a blind Bartimaeus. I'm going to need you, Brother Andy, to be blind Bartimaeus, if you don't mind coming up here. But he's got to be blind, so we're going to blindfold him. And he had the garments of a beggar around him. And now I need a Jesus. Pastor Hammond, can you be my Jesus? <laughs> so we have Jesus here. We have our beggar. Now I need a great multitude. So I need about five people who could just scream for me. Come on, Eddie. I know you want to. Come on, bro. Anybody else? Trevor, bro, Trevor? Just surround Jesus. I need someone who knows how to open their mouth. Do I have any volunteers? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, Q. Sister Cindy. Come on. I need a few more people. Everybody acting all shy all of a sudden. Everybody's so shy. There we go, a few more people. All right, so here's our multitude surrounding Jesus. And when I tell you all, I need the multitude to go crazy, okay? This is Jesus, the son of David, that, that's right here, right? He's a good-looking Jesus. I mean, somebody may be blind, someone may be lame, someone, I don't know what your problem is, but this guy can fix it, right? So I need you guys to match that intensity when I say go, and Jesus, you just walk nice and slow for me. So this is the scene we have here. We have our beautiful blind Bartimaeus. And he hears this multitude. And as he's walking by, he cries out. No, you're going to have to really cry out, blind Bartimaeus. Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on me. And the Bible says that the second time that he said, I'm pretty sure he said it just like that too. The Bible says that Jesus stood still. But it wasn't just Jesus that stood still in that moment. Let me tell you, eternity stood still. The way maker stood still. It wasn't just another man that was standing still, but it was the healer. It was the one who owns the cattle on a thousand hills. It was the one who has the ability to fix 
every single one of his problems. In that moment when he got desperate and he began to cry, eternity stands still. At this moment, Jesus doesn't even address the beggar. He says, tell him to come unto me. So someone from the crowd goes and they tell the beggar, they tell him this, be happy because he told, he told you to come to him. And, and, and what's funny about it is, is Jesus didn't even heal him yet. And the people are like, dude, because he called you, you're about to get set up. Like he's about to just touch you. We've seen people get healed before. We know how this works. But Jesus hasn't even healed him yet. But the beggar has enough faith to understand that, that the Bible says he cast away his garments because he understood, I don't need those anymore. I have enough faith that when I get in the presence of Jesus, if I could just get close enough to Jesus, I know I'm going to get my breakthrough. I know I'm going to get my miracle. I know whatever I'm going through, if I could just get close to Jesus, he can fix. And so the Bible says that the beggar comes up to Jesus. Blind Bartimaeus comes up to Jesus. And Jesus says, basically, what do you want? Can you imagine if Jesus did that to some of us? Oh, my word. If Jesus was here and we ran up to him, Jesus, 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 and he said, what you want? Who are you, Jesus? You being old mean over here, don't you have any dignity? I thought you were kind, Jesus. I thought you, you talked about charity. But blind Bartimaeus was so focused on his miracle, he just said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what you say to me, Lord. I know that you have the ability to heal me. So all I'm asking you, Lord, God, can I receive my sight? And Jesus said unto him, go thy way. Thy faith had made thee whole. You guys are good, thank you. Everything that he needed for his miracle was wrapped up inside of him. Oh, come on, somebody. I said everything he needed to get his breakthrough, he had. The Bible says, thy faith hath made thee whole. It wasn't because Jesus did some sort of super spiritual prayer over him. It wasn't because God touched him. It wasn't because of a single thing. But Jesus said, because you had enough faith, you got your miracle. And I came to preach to somebody in here tonight that we come in here and we expect so much from the preacher and only if the preacher would preach something to get me out of the place that I am and if only the man of God would come and pray for me and God, I'm standing here and why haven't you done something? And God's saying, what have you done? God's saying, I've been standing here the entire time and you have an opportunity I pass through your city every Sunday morning. 
I pass through your city every Sunday night. I pass through your city every Tuesday night. And I walk right by you, but you don't do nothing. There's some people in here, you've gotten so comfortable with the place that you're in that you're sitting here on a pew tonight saying, unless Jesus does something, I ain't going to move. God, unless you do something for me. And God's saying, what are you going to do? Is your dignity more important than your miracle? Is your pride more important than a breakthrough? Come on, somebody in this place. I know this isn't comfortable preaching tonight, but I've come to wake someone up. God's saying tonight is the time. But if you want God to stand still, you're going to have to do something. Come on, somebody. If you want God to stand still in your situation, you're going to have to show him that you want it. Come on, somebody. If you want God to make a way in your situation, you're going to have to show him, Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on me. Come to tell somebody. That it's here tonight. The Bible says in Romans 10 and 17 that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I know I didn't preach a fancy sermon and I didn't wow you with some deep theological dissertation. But I just told you what the word of God says. You have no excuses. That's all I'm here to say tonight is goodbye excuses. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. All you need for your breakthrough is wrapped up inside of you right now. It's wrapped up inside of you sitting there right now. Come on, somebody. I'm going to preach it till you get it tonight. The Bible says in John chapter 1 and verse 1 that in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. This text we just read isn't just some history manuscript, a good story, but this is the living Word of God. The same God that stood there and told blind Bartimaeus, thy faith had made thee whole, is the same God that's standing here tonight waiting. He's waiting to see your response. He's saying, I have the same power to say, thy faith hath made thee whole. But I'm not going to do it until I see some faith. The Bible says that faith is the evidence of things not seen. What that means is even if you don't believe in yourself, even if you don't believe it, if you get some faith inside of you, your faith becomes your evidence. I don't think you heard me tonight. I said your faith becomes your evidence. It's the things of hope. It's faith is the substance of things hoped for, and it is the evidence of things not seen. I didn't preach anything fancy. I didn't preach anything groundbreaking. But as we all stand in this place, I'm going to give you an opportunity to get your breakthrough. Ultimately, there's nothing we can do as human beings to force a, man, a, a move of God. There's nothing we could do. There's nothing I could say to make blind eyes open. But all it takes is God to see faith. That's all it takes. 
All it takes is for God to see you saying, Lord, I'm sick and tired of what I've been going through. God, I'm sick and tired of what I've been living in, God, and I know that if I get in your presence, Jesus, that you could fix it. So somebody right now, I'm giving you your opportunity right now. Are you more worried about who's watching you? Are you more worried about who's around you? Or are you worried about getting your breakthrough? Come on, somebody right now. Now is your time. Now is your moment. Can I hear some? Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Come on, somebody. Can you break through the crowd tonight? Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Come on, somebody, right now. I want you to make your way forward if that's you. You ought to imply faith over your situation right now. You ought to just pray over it right now. Lord, I know it may not look like I have a breakthrough. Lord, I know it may not look good, Jesus, Lord, but I know that when I walk in faith, Jesus, that you have the ability to meet my knees, Jesus. Lord, I'm standing in your presence, God, and I'm telling you right now, Lord, that I'm not going to leave. I'm not going to be quiet until you answer my knees. Lord, right now I'm standing in your presence, Jesus, and I'm calling out to you because I need Go ahead, somebody, right now. This is your moment. I'm not going to make a big push. You need, you need to let it come from your soul tonight. Let it come from the depths of who you are. God, I need you right now, Jesus. Lord, I can't go another day in the place that I've been. Come on, somebody, let it come from your soul tonight. God, I need a miracle in my life. God, I need a breakthrough in every situation. Lord, you know, and I'm showing you, Jesus, that I believe you can do it right now, God. Would you reach your hand down into my heart, into my mind, into my spirit, into my soul, Lord? Go ahead, somebody. Let it flow from the depths of your spirit in this place. Come on, somebody. How bad do you want it tonight? How bad do you want your miracle? How bad do you want your breakthrough? How bad do you want to see a change in your family? How bad do you want to see a change in your finances? Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on me. Go ahead, somebody, release it in your spirit right now. Release it in your spirit right now. Go ahead. Let it flow from the depths of your soul. Let it flow from the depths of your soul. Go ahead, somebody, cry out right now. God, I'm crying unto you, Jesus. You've seen me, God. You've seen my tears. You've seen my pain. You've seen my struggle. And God, I won't change until I have a new identity. God, I'm not going to move until you reach down exactly where I'm at. Go ahead, somebody. How bad do you want your miracle? How bad do you want your breakthrough? Is your dignity more important than the miraculous?
Tonight is your night. This is your opportunity. God, I need you to stand still, Lord. God, I need you to stand still in my situation, Jesus. Come on, somebody. Come on, everything you need is inside of you. You just need to let it out tonight. Everything you need is inside of you. You just need to let God hear it tonight. You need to let God hear your desperation. You need to let God hear your cry. God, I'm not going to stop until you, until you change me, God. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. It's up to you tonight. It's up to you to get your breakthrough. It's up to you to tap in. Come on, somebody. It's on you to tap into the supernatural. It's on you to tap in. It's on you to press through. It's on you to break through your flesh and tap into the supernatural. There's no excuses. No excuses. No excuses. Come on, somebody, plunge the depths of the Holy Ghost right now. Plunge the depths of the Holy Ghost right now. It's all you tonight. Go ahead, somebody. 